This is Karen Hunter, and welcome to The Hub. Theater's Wellness Wednesday, and it was interesting. I was, you know, I combed the internet of things, and stories always pop up in my timeline. And I saw a story written by a friend of mine, Curtis Bunn, about a man that has these super antibodies. And I was like, what? Let me reach out. And so uh, I don't know if he's the living version of Henrietta Lacks, but we're going to find out how this man got COVID, but somehow in his body, he could fight it. And uh, I think it's fascinating. Let me welcome Mr. John Hollis, also a sports writer extraordinaire. Welcome to the Karen Hunter Show. Karen, thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Great show. Got a lot of friends of mine. Big fans. So I'm honored to be here. Thank you. All right. So the story goes, you uh, contracted COVID. And uh, tell us about your experience with, with the virus. Yeah, uh, basically, I woke up on the last week of March of 2020, on Monday mornings, woke up heavily congested. Had no other symptoms, no headaches, no fever, nothing, just heavily congested. So I was blowing my nose like 10, 10 times a day, but felt fine otherwise, kept working the entire week. And just you know, that was back when you know, pollen was everywhere, but flowers were blooming. There was never even a thought that I had uh, COVID. I mean, I just thought it was simple allergies with all the pollen being everywhere. There was never a thought that I had COVID, COVID at all. So like I said, woke up on Monday morning, heavily congested. By Friday at lunchtime, it was completely gone. So I never gave it any more thought. I just assumed it was just, yeah, I loaded up on Benadryl for a little bit. I just assumed it was just allergies. It was gone for four days. Never gave it a thought. It wasn't until the next week when the guy I lived with, a former newspaper colleague of mine, got terribly sick with COVID. That's when it became real for me. That's when I thought I was going to get COVID from him. And I possibly probably gave it to him actually so fast forward how do you find out that you have these super antibodies that kills covid the way no vaccine or any other treatment has <laughs> yeah it's crazy i'm the communications manager at george mason university and once the pandemic started like so many scientists around the world our scientists here at george mason quickly pivoted from their cancer research to and you know covid19 antibody research I was in charge of all the media outreach, helped write the press release for their antibody studies, began in April of 2020. But again, I never thought I'd ever been sick. So there was never even a thought, even though I was talking to these doctors every day, there was never even a thought to take part in this study. It wasn't until mid to late July of 2020, they were almost finished their studies. And I was with the lead doctor in his office. I was about to leave. I just casually mentioned to him that the guy I lived with had COVID terribly and almost killed him, but I had gotten lucky to have avoided it. And that's opened the door for me to be an 11th hour addition to their research. Okay. And so, uh, again, we're talking with John Hollis. You can follow him at JDHollis123 on the Twitters. So you, you, you went to this study, and when did they discover your body's super fighting abilities? Sure. First of all, in the end of the study, I just figured it'd be cool to be able to say I took part in this kind of medical study during a global pandemic. Again, never expected for one second anything to ever come up with these lab results. So when the lead doctor himself called me after hours, like I think it was two days later, I was dumbfounded. My jaw was on the floor with complete and utter shock. He told me not only that I have had COVID-19 earlier, a few months earlier, but that I had these super antibodies that made me immune, both of which were huge revelations to me. As you can imagine, I mean, you get a lot of crazy phone calls as, as a journalist in your entire career, but that, that, that one ranks the craziest one I've ever gotten. I was actually dumbfounded. Didn't, didn't, I don't even know what I said of any consequence after he told me. It was so beyond the pale. So 
John, is if am I correct that you have neutralizing antibodies in your system? Correct. Right now, I'm immune. My, my blood kills every every strand of the virus, including the Delta variant. <laughs> wait, hold on. Hold on. Where do you? Wait, hold on, Tanya. Maybe we need to get married or something. I'm like, <laughs> we need to share you? the biome. Yeah, come on. I'm gonna, I'm gonna we bite you. Biome. All right. So I'm sure he, we gotta uh, pray for this man and protect him at all costs. Because I, I see people trying to swoop in. What does that mean? That you are immune to every variant right now? Basically, my blood is just so, for whatever reason, it's, um, and of course, my first question was, did I always have these antibodies in my body? Were they always there? The scientists have been adamant that, no, your body creates these, these antibodies in response to the virus being in your body. So, of course, that's the million-dollar question, how and why my body was able to do it. And so that's what they're trying to study, try to figure out. But basically what it means is my blood is so powerful, it not only prevents the, the uh, COVID from infecting my cells, but it actually destroys it. I mean, literally, my blood is so powerful right now, you can dilute it 10,000 times, and it still kills 90% of the virus. So I got questions. When did they discover this? Uh, I guess it was confirmed. Everything after a whole bunch of tests. It was confirmed probably last August of 2020. Okay, so, you know, I've been talking to some people at some labs, and one of the things, it was before then, that, they, that we hadn't found a neutralizing antibody. So, and the neutralizing antibody is what makes a vaccine super effective. So exactly. is somebody doing research with making a vaccine with your antibodies? Because that kills. I'm working with scientists as we speak. I haven't been drawn in a few months, like three, couple, three months maybe, but I am working with people and we are working towards, towards that. And where are you guys? Maybe we need to eat a dinner together and share some human <laughs> biome. Because, you know, when you, when you share space with people, you know, you do get the biome. Are you in D.C.? I guess so. I'm, 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 I'm good. I'm coming to D.C. I, I, I got to break bread with you. That's good energy. Ooh, I, you know, at the beginning of COVID, at the mm-hmm. beginning of COVID, Black people were saying we couldn't get it because we're African and the sun and vitamin D and all, all of these reasons why. And then we became like the largest group of people getting COVID and, and unfortunately dying from it because many of us are frontline workers and, you know, working in hospitals and things like that. Uh, but biology is a damnable thing. And when I when I think about your story, I think about Henrietta Lacks, genes and yep. cells that they're using to this day to experiment. But they, you know, billions and billions of dollars have been made off of her cells. How are you protecting your not just your 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 blood? But but the the com they're gonna you know have some money uh, attached yeah the uh, commodification of your blood. I'm not Henrietta Lacks, and I'm not gonna play anybody treat me like Henrietta Lacks. Let's just leave it at that. <laughs> okay, you yeah, have lawyers. I, I know what I'm doing. I, I know exactly what, what's you know what's at stake, and I know what the implications are too. You know, you want to do what's right, but you also want to be treated fairly. I've always insisted the two are not mutually exclusive. So, John Hollis, how how's your life changed? Like, do you do you not worry about wearing a mask because you can't catch it, you can't give it, you can't you can't you? Like, kill you know, it. Like, like we, well, like we talked about, Karen, I've been, been a former sports writer, so there's always a sports analogy. I've always kind of like liking to like having a no hitter going in the ninth inning. You know, you're going to change what you've been doing the first eight innings. So I still I still don't don't tempt fate. Still do uh, take all the precautions I need to. But you know, you can go get your haircut with a little less swag, with a little more swag in your step. You go to the grocery store, a little more swag in your step. You know, there may be a million things that can still get me out there, but apparently COVID-19 is not going to be one of them. Do you have family? Do they have this same thing? We're going to get them tested. Uh, we're going to, you know, try to take care of some things, you know, 
make, make sure the protection is in place before we do that. But, but especially my son, my son, Davis is 16 years old. And uh, like, like me, I never got sick growing up, but I think I had chicken pox in first grade. Other than that, I never got, was never in the bed sick growing up. So I always knew I had a strong immune system. My, my son has a strong immune system as well, but he's not been tested yet. Wow. What are the implications? I mean, this is so fascinating, John Hollis. Um, what kind of feedback are you getting from the science community, from the people in your life as well? Like, what are they saying? I think everybody's just amazed. I mean, I had one scientist in Australia, I've talked to scientists all over the world. One scientist in Australia called me uh, an immunological unicorn. <laughs> so I make some great business card opportunities up at though, but you know. But uh, you, everybody's just fascinated and want to know how, you know how you do it. Like there's any, you know, like any one answer I could give you. Like, you know, I have no idea. I mean, it just, it just, it just kind of happened. And um, people fascinated want to know how, how, how you can, you know, if they have it. Um, of course, people I haven't talked to in 20, 30 years call me up too, you know. I'm ready to marry you. <laughs> well, it's, it's funny you mentioned because I've gotten over 6,000 messages from around the world since the story first aired. And it was one, one marriage proposal, so. <laughs> from a woman in Spain, back to pass. Why? What was wrong with her, John? Um, so she was your type? Pretty sure the woman in the picture, the woman that sent the email, weren't one and the same. So okay. Guessing. Don't catfish him. Do not catfish John Hollis. Um <laughs> calm about this this is like a unit this is unicorn stuff last august was next august it's been a year you ain't been tested like how can you be so casual i am now for the first few months it was totally different i mean i think the first it took me three four months to really i mean i was all i was thinking about non-stop laying on the couch watching a movie going for a run all you could think about was was this and what it could mean yeah, for a few months, I finally come to come to grips with a little bit, little bit more now. So yeah, I, I can make jokes with it about it now. Like, honestly, I kind of need to do it to keep the sanity. I mean, because you you literally like a superhero. Like you're like these are this is the stuff of Marvel and and you know yeah. Disney. Like this is this is not normal, right? Like one, how, how many people have these special antibodies? Scientists have told me that basically 5% of the world has super antibodies. Less than 1% of antibodies that are as effective as kill, killing COVID is mine. Less than 1%. So, seven people they found so far. Seven right. And those, even those, are less, that's estimated 1%, less than 1%. And those, most of those probably walk around and don't know they had it. I mean, it's just, it was like the perfect storm for things coming to fall into place for me to find out that I had it, you know? It's like Spider-Man. You had to get bit by the spider Basically. in order right. for something to go Oh my goodness, right. this is amazing. What the else? Crazy part, the craziest part, Karen, is like going back when, I, when first, Dr. Leota first called me and told me I, all these, just dropped this bombshell and changed my life. My first thought was about my son because in early March, he and I had gone to Europe. We had gone to London and Paris, returned on Sunday, March 9th, at, uh, like at nine o'clock or something. I don't know if you remember, but they, the U.S. government closed the airports on t- Tuesday morning, 11 a.m., March 11th. So we just barely made it back from Europe in time. So, of course, as a parent, your first concern is, oh, my God, did I get infected in Europe? And if I did, did my son get infected? Within days, they were able to break down my blood to molecular level, confirm me that I had an American strain of the virus, not a European strain. So I was definitely infected after I returned to the United States. So it was actually a relief to me of sorts because I knew my son hadn't been infected with me. But that's how crazy it is. They were able to tell me where and how my antibodies attacked and killed the, vi- the virus. Has Wait, anyone... So and else in your family gotten COVID? Um, my younger brother did. And is he okay? He's fine. He, 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 he made it through. 
But uh, it, was, it was he had a rough go of it though. But no, he doesn't he, antibodies. He was he was you know a heavier set guy, and he he grew up with asthma too. So he was like a prime candidate for the virus. But has he been tested for these antibodies? He does not have them. No, he does not have them. Okay, so it's not in your gene pool. It's something. Well, the science has confirmed to me that it's more than just DNA. It's also your, your environment too. So it's, it's like a they're both equally as important. So how that what that means for me, I, I don't know. Lived in a lot of different places. You've been a sports writer, you know. You've lived in a lot. I've lived in Atlanta. I was in Gainesville, Florida. I've lived in Victoria, Virginia. Uh, traveled a lot, so I'm not really sure what the environment does, but apparently it does play a big factor as well. John Hollis, biggest change in your life since you found out you're Superman? Ah, uh, geez, just just people here calling for me all all over the creation. You know, just want to you know want your time, all the media interviews. I mean, it's been it's been a lot. It's been overwhelming at times too. And people ask you how you feel, and you know, I don't know if you remember, Karen, you may have known Stacey Smith. Of course, your, God rest yeah. his soul. Yes, Stacey was a close friend of mine too from the AJC, and so of course he's an NBA reporter who died from COVID in late January. I didn't even know he'd been sick, and so somebody from the AJC called me in late January and said Seiko just died. It just killed me, and the idea of just possibly sitting on something in your blood that possibly could have saved his life—I mean, just absolutely killed me absolutely killed me if oh, i had known I, you know i mean it's never been done but the doctors have told me it's possible i could just go and hook my arm up and just you know infuse blood in somebody I, I, it could save them you can't my blood they they, they they said to me my blood cannot erase damage already done but it could stop any further damage and if i had known that i just i would have driven to atlanta in a heartbeat Ooh, i was just thinking as you're talking it couldn't happen to a better person from all that oh, I know about you. you. Um, because, you know, in the wrong hands, you know, we already know how this could play out. I think you're yep. the perfect person to have this this power. Um, Thank because you. I know that it's going to be uh, dealt with properly. You know, I've always told my son that, you know, we all, we all have a role to play in this world, make the world a better place. I just never in a million, year, in a million years could might, might have imagined that this might be the role I might play. But... <laughs> Kind of crazy. Son, has he been getting some extra, you know, some extra yeah. play? He's, he's he, he wants to have a press conference for goodness sakes. Look at time. So there'll be no press conferences. Oh man, uh, the humility, uh, the humanity. Uh, this is this is what goodness looks like, and um, I, I'm hoping there's going to be a lot more good people like you popping up with these antibodies because we need we need something. So and as we watch folk fighting over not wearing a mask to school and people uh children in hospitals all all throughout these uh states where governors won't uh force enforce some sort of restrictions on people's movements uh it's pretty it's a sad i feel very sad right now to be a human being watching what's going on i don't know how you feel about it john your stupidity is costing people their lives absolutely needless and just makes no sense well, John, if it turns out that your son has the antibodies and that you can pass it on genetically, you may have to see the next race of human beings. <laughs> and I would I would uh, second that. Uh, <laughs> let's stay in touch, John Hollis. I appreciate you. Definitely. definitely. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Thank you.